We're here. We're here. We're here. This is the Witch and Raina Show. Thank you for tuning us in this podcast. We're glad to meet with you. Glad to have you along. I'm glad that you're glad to be with us. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. That's right. That's double talk, isn't it? I think a little bit. <laughs> um, we just uh, are... A lot of things are upon us right now, uh, things that are going on locally, things that are going on nationally, certainly, and those that are going on in our area. Uh, and a lot of these things are, a, well, they're things that can be solved, but uh, it's going to depend on a lot of people to, to do it. For one thing, we have a trial that is about to go on, we think, yeah. in our community here in Eads. Uh, the trial uh, of Quentin Stump. Stump. I always have trouble with that. And uh, that may begin. Did you say it might begin Friday? No. So the trial was vacated oh. on last Thursday because um, Quentin tested positive for COVID. So they vacated that trial, which would have started probably yesterday with opening statements. And so now we wait until Friday where there's a status conference and they'll set a new date. What kind of conference is it? Um, it's a, a setting conference. Okay. Yes, it's a setting. I think I said status, but it's a setting conference. Oh, I see. Yeah. So where the attorneys and the judge, everyone will figure out when the new trial will be. We'll begin. Now they have to redo the jury, everything, don't they? They do. They have to start from scratch. And so this will be the fourth jury pool in this case. Uh, beginning with the, the the matter that took place mm -hmm. a couple, almost a couple of years well, ago. In, in April, on April 9th, actually. Yeah. It'll be three years yeah. since uh, oh, wow. that incident happened. So it's been ongoing, and <clears throat> the trial's been looming over everyone. We were all really hoping for a conclusion by the end of this week, but now... Um, it's all uncertain again as we wait for a date. <clears throat> so, what happened to the speedy and fair, you know, fair and speedy trial that everyone is guaranteed? Yep, so it's a 90 day, 90 days is what the speedy trial is. And at the last, after the mistrial, which mm -hmm. was in August, oh. they had another status conference. They had an actual status conference where the DA decided that he did want to pursue the two charges. And so he, let's see, what were we going with? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, there was the uh, attempted. Right, yep. So there yeah. was the two charges that the, the DA still wanted to try. Right. So at that time, they went ahead and set a new trial. Which and they they uh, got rid of mm -hmm. you might say kind of a periphery mm -hmm. uh, trial part yeah uh, so they didn't have to deal with that anymore and they'll mm -hmm. go to the more serious charges yeah. that's what it, it comes yeah. down to yeah but the speedy uh, fair and I got off track there but Clinton waived um, his right to a speedy and fair trial after the mistrial so that his attorneys would have time to basically build another case and because they knew they were going to be trying it again. And he had switched attorneys, mm -hmm. yep. not not because of his choosing, but because mm -hmm. of her 
going on to some other role. Yeah, I think. she was appointed by the governor to a, a judgeship, a district judgeship. So she took off. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that makes it a little difficult, too, I That's would right. think. Because you have to tell your story again, whoever mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. And uh, all the biases have to come out, all mm -hmm. those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping that it'll go through this time, get it done, you know, and, uh, and I hope it is a fair trial. And, uh, and whatever happens is, is for the right of the community mm -hmm. and for him, the right thing for him, whatever it is. And for the, uh, the Giffords, they certainly deserve this thing to come to a conclusion. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way it is. In our, but, you know, you brought up a point we were talking about all the stuff that went on uh, in the selection of a speaker mm -hmm. in, the, in the people's house, in, yes. the, in the government, you know, U.S. government, and with uh, Kevin McCarthy and others uh, that were vying for that position. And someone said, oh, this is, what did they say? It was, oh, it's awful. And all it's this. terrible. You know, a lot of people thought that it was, it was all for show and it was just, you know, a handful of people just impeding justice or, you know, stopping the system from working to try to get their way. But like I told you, Rich, mm. we got to see our Constitution alive in those days because yes. that's exactly what our forefathers wanted was it doesn't matter if it's party against party or, you know, if it's... Let's have the debate. Yes, exactly. And uh, if somebody loses, they lose. That's if they right. win, they win. And, uh, and the loser doesn't go to prison. That's right. You know, that's, that's what, right. because in some governments, that's what happens. You, you make oh, yeah. a stand and, mm -hmm. uh, and you go to prison. So I'm glad, too, that, uh, yeah, it, it got a little bit tiring. And mm -hmm. certainly after eight or nine votes, mm -hmm. they come mm -hmm. finally to the 14th one. Uh, and there was a lot of giving in. That's right. Uh, mm -hmm. Saying, you know, I'll, well, I'll give you this if we can get some votes over here. And, you know, they're playing that game of chess, I guess, That's in, right. in a way. But I, I like the way it, uh, it plays out. It's our, mm -hmm. it's our free government. That's a great thing. Yeah, I think America won that vote ah, because we got to see the, the back and forth. We got to see our Congress people actually working for the money that we pay them. Oh, we pay them? We do. Oh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> That's another I, conversation. But yes. It is, yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, uh, there is something going on here in our community of Eads. Uh, it goes on every month, and uh, it's it's quite an opportunity for men in the community. We, we've discovered that men, basically, uh, even the, even the hardworking men in the community, sometimes find it difficult to communicate with each other mm -hmm. and uh, and have uh, take the opportunity to express themselves in a in a forum that makes sense mm -hmm. and so we have something called the fight club and you'll see posters around about that and uh, the fight club is meeting once again this coming monday which is january 16th my how time flies mm -hmm. right? And we meet at JJ's restaurant in the meeting room at 6.30 on that evening, Monday, January 16th. And if you are from outside the community, would like to come in and be there, the address is 505 East 15th Street. Mm -hmm. And you can ask anyone, where is JJ's restaurant? 
and they continue. Um, but the, uh, the person who came together with this idea and formulated the idea of the Fight Club uh, was a, a gentleman by the name of Phil Floyd and a, a very, very wonderful man's man mm -hmm. kind of a guy. He's the founder. And in order for people to know what Fight Club is, to know that it's, we don't get there and have fisticuffs, you know, <laughs> it's not that kind of thing. Uh, but in order for them to know, Phil has written a piece explaining what Fight Club is. And uh, so I put it on a poster that's out there, post office and grocery store and drugstore and so forth. Um, and here's what it says. What in the world is it? Fight Club is a group of men from all walks of life, broken and successful, religious and skeptic, choir boy and convict, every, every kind mm -hmm. of person. We gather each month, enjoy a meal together, and go deep in conversations about life. Regardless of your stance on faith, you are invited to belong to our tribe. Wrestle with us as we tackle the bigger questions of life. And that was written by Phil Floyd. And I would invite any man to come. You can sit there and never open your mouth. Mm -hmm. Well, you want to open your mouth when you eat. Right. But, but you don't have to enter into the conversation. That would be strictly up to you. If you just like to observe, that's fine too. But if you'd like to be a part of it and participate in any way, join us this coming Monday, 6.30 at JJ's Restaurant in the meeting room. Uh, that's where we meet usually, and uh, that's why they call it the meeting room. Yeah, well, yes. let's forget. <laughs> but uh, what I have found, Raina, is that there are a lot of women who really appreciate what this does for men. Mm -hmm. uh, can you express that in some way? I think for a lot of men, it's hard to talk about what they're feeling with their wives because maybe they don't want their wife to think that, uh, or to feel, you know, they, maybe they don't want their wives to feel bad for them or um, to take pity on them. Mm. And then maybe even the wife just wouldn't understand because her duties are usually different than his. And so she really couldn't relate. Whereas, you know, he can go somewhere and he can openly discuss things um, with the, the, a group of his peers. And yeah. all of those people in that room are either going to have gone through the same thing or know someone that has, he's going to find a, a greater group of people that can mm. reciprocate what he's feeling For and sure. say, I've been here, I've done this, this is how I got through it. Yeah. And then he could just, you know, it's it's a cheering section, you know, That's for, right. for someone to help him through a time or... Or just say, hey, it's normal to feel that way. Everybody, you know, feels this way once or twice, you know. Well, yeah. So I think that's important that men have that. And we have a we have a code mm -hmm. uh, that we employ when we're there, and and that is that what is said there remains there, mm -hmm. and uh, we don't go out talking about the things that we just discussed in this mm -hmm. very open way. Uh, it's a it's a private forum in that in that sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we just have a good time with, with other guys. And uh, a fellowship among men that care about each other. Uh, the first time I went to a fight club was uh, was where Phil, Phil Floyd, the founder, uh, was running it. And it was in uh, Parker, Colorado. 
And I had no idea what Fight Club was. And uh, I saw something there that I thought every man could use. Mm -hmm. And that was an honest uh, a feeling as a man uh, for the guys that he got to know in this forum. And uh, it, it, it's a great thing to see. And we had, a, we had a phrase that we often used up there that sometimes our ox would get in the ditch. Mm. And when that happens, you can call on these guys because you, you know them and you know how they think and what they're about. And uh, so when we would call and say, hey, you know what, John, uh, my, my ox is in the ditch. I've got this problem. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. And uh, it, may, it may even be a literal ox yeah. <laughs> in the sense that your car is in the ditch or yes. something. Uh, but uh, we, we found that these, these guys would come to your aid, if that's a good word, and, mm -hmm. and, and assist you. Uh, in helping you get that problem solved, whatever it was. Um, and and you, you develop a relationship, and that's something that guys don't often have, right. or sometimes don't have anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, yeah, thanks for mentioning how you feel about it. I think that's a, a good thing for guys to know. Fight Club, coming up this coming Monday, the 16th of January, 6.30, at JJ's Restaurant in Eads, Colorado. E-A-D-S is what that's it is. Right. I actually talked to a medical person that's in UC Health. Is that what they call it? Mm -hmm. UC Health? Mm -hmm. Who did not know where Eads was. Really? I said to her, let's keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to have any more people, do we? Well, you know. Or you can be like me, you know, and take a job about 45 minutes away. That's right. And live in your home in Eads and stay in a house when you're working mm -hmm. in a, a wonderful place, by the way, right. called uh, Cheyenne Wells. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a great community. We've, we've come to know a lot of people there. Um, but I have to tell you, there's no place like home, that's wherever right. home is. Mm -hmm. So that's our home away from home. Good. And here in Eads... Is our home in home? Mm -hmm. We'll just call you commuters. You commute to work and then you get to come home. You know, we thought about it that way. Uh, it's it's difficult for people to see it that way here because you know you have all this open space and it's mm -hmm. you know. But uh, if you were living in let's say uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, you could be working in New York City, mm -hmm. and you'd get on a train in Philly, uh, sorry Philadelphia, mm -hmm. and you would ride that train, read the newspaper or whatever you did, you read a book, mm -hmm. and and you would go into New York City, into Manhattan, uh, and you'd work for your eight hours or whatever. You'd get back on that thing and go back yep. to, uh, to to Pennsylvania, wherever you were from. Jersey, usually. Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. Delaware, yep. where I once lived. And so uh, it, it became, uh, well, it becomes, for those people who do that, mm -hmm quite common. Yeah, just routine. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing here in Eads. We're going up and working. Uh, we're commuting. Mm -hmm. well, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. It, it works for us. Good. But in here, in Eads, there's plenty going on. There is. There's always good stuff going on here. So today's the 10th of January, and that means that our new elected sheriff, um, 
I believe he probably was sworn in a few hours ago. I haven't seen an official statement or anything, but today was swearing-in day for all of us. Takes our office life. for yep. Brian Williams. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sheriff Williams. Yep. Um, and and all the all deputies and every, I guess everyone that's that comes in, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. So our county clerk. Treasurer, anyone that was up for election, even uh, if they didn't have someone running against them, they still have to be resworn in. Have to be sworn in every time. Every time. Yeah. That again is the Constitution at work. That's right. I I wish that somehow we did a better job as a people mm -hmm. to let our youngsters know what a wonderful country this yes. is. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so much backbiting, I guess you could call mm -hmm. it, and, and things where people say they're just not getting their piece of the pie or yeah. whatever you would say. And, and it's an unfortunate turn because we have, if you, if you were to study the kinds of documentation uh, you would find around the world mm -hmm. in nation after nation after nation, uh, you would never find a people as free as the people. Why do they want to come across the border in the South? They want to come into a free country. That's right. And so they turn their backs on what they've had because mm -hmm. they don't have a free country. Mm -hmm. And they try to come in here. I, I don't approve of it because they're right. doing it illegally. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I can see why they want to do it. Exactly. There'll be stories told 50 years from now mm -hmm. about, oh yeah, I came across, and later on I realized what a great country this was, and I became a, a citizen. Mm -hmm. That's what you hope for, right. at least, out of yeah. all those people. Right. But we have a lot going on right here. You have a big notebook, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of things that are happening. <clears throat> With your life, what's happening? Kids are back to school. Everyone's doing you look well. So sad. Oh. <laughs> you know, Monday it was a little, a little sad around the house yesterday when all the kids left, and but or I guess last week, last Monday. But then I took a deep <laughs> breath and realized I didn't hear any screaming or you know, <laughs> nobody was raiding the refrigerator. <clears throat> which, when the kids come home and they don't go to school, that's often the first. Thing that we notice is different is they eat constantly, and I wonder <laughs> yeah. how they survive at school when they only get lunch. And what snack. do they do? I, I, yeah, I have no uh, idea because no. when they're home, it's just uh, they're just garbage disposal. So, but yep, they're all back to school. So good. we're officially in the the last half. Do you remember when day. you started school as I a do. child? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, we had schools in those mm -hmm. days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our people, our family was. Um, well, I guess you would say lower middle class. Mm -hmm. um, my dad worked in a steel mill, okay. and uh, and and things did get better. Uh, but uh, I remember having a shoe on one of my feet mm -hmm. that um, the sole had come loose. Right, and of course there are a lot of punny jokes about your oh, yeah. soul mm -hmm. being in trouble. But anyway, um, I had to walk. It's hard to demonstrate it on the air, but I, I had to walk with a flipping or a <laughs> flopping sole mm -hmm. on my one shoe. Yeah. And and my mother told me that we would we would get that resold and fixed um, as soon as we had enough money. And it was going to cost, get this, Two dollars. Goodness. 
to fix that sole on that shoe. And we had to wait till we had $2. Yeah. Wow. Look, think about that today, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And, and just as a side, those were the days when uh, youngsters didn't wear tennis shoes. Right. Or what we used to call tennis shoes. Mm -hmm. uh, the kinds that are worn by almost everyone today. Yeah. But they were more like dress shoes mm -hmm. in those days. Yeah. But uh, they were good days. Yeah. They were. You make a lot of memories when you grow up like that. Yeah. I also grew up, you know, similar, you know, economic situations. And we didn't have a bunch of toys growing up. No. But I can tell you... My little sister, one of my little brothers and I, we would build the best stick fort and we would have so much fun outside with, yes. with just, the, you know, what God gave us, the sticks and the dirt and the frogs and the, everything else we find. <laughs> we, we definitely didn't need toys. No, it, it was a good day for us as well. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it was because of family life, I think, as, mm -hmm. as much as anything else. And, uh, you know, wonderful parents that uh, didn't have all the answers. Yep. But were wonderful nonetheless, and they loved their kids, and uh, that's 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 the kind of home I was in, yep. and I'm grateful for that. And I can picture that house uh, where we lived. It was my mom and I would get in the car. We had a, an old car, mm -hmm. and we drove into the city, and I would run in with an envelope that my mom had put the uh, mortgage payment mm -hmm. in. $20 in this envelope, and I would take it into the brokerage, mm -hmm. whatever it was, and pay our monthly. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was just an incredible thing mm -hmm. to think about, you know. Yeah. But this house was adjacent to a, a catty corner from a, uh, a, a vacant lot mm -hmm. in which kids would come and play, and it, it would get so hot. Yes. And it would just be burning up. And I'd run into the back of our house and go into the dining room because that's where the window air conditioner mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. That's the only one. Yeah. And you would sit in front of that air conditioning and just cool off. Oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> those were just days that uh, are, you know, you'll never get them back, but you wouldn't want to. Yeah. They, they were precious for that mm -hmm. time. That's right. Drinking from the garden hose. and. Oh, yeah. Streetlights come on. That's when he knew it's time to go home. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. I hope uh, you are wherever you are having a good day today. It is a good day. Uh, living in this country is a good day any day. That's right. Uh, maybe you've got a big fight on your hands. Maybe you've got a, a troubled life, a troubled marriage, or a troubled family. We care about you. We want to. We want to let you know that. Mm -hmm. We think right. about people that struggle, and we've all done it one way or the other mm -hmm. to some extent. Uh, and uh, But just think, in spite of all of those troubles, it's a good day to live. That's right. It always is a good day to live, and there's always somebody out there willing to, to lend a hand or to, That's right. to listen or anything like that. So we just wish... Contact, yeah, yeah, you can, and be the, by the way, contact those agencies that yes. are willing to help you if you're down and out and really need help like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. uh, or, on the other hand, maybe you're one who can help them That's right. help other people. That'd mm -hmm. be a great thing, too. And, of course, the churches are standing by also. That's right. There's always an opportunity there. Mm -hmm. I love being in this at this round table uh, with my good friend, Raina, 
And we, uh, we love talking to you. That's what we're doing right now, just talking to you. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Lena? Yep, I hope everyone takes care of a good week, and hopefully next week we can come back and have some, some exciting news to talk about. Good.